Sydney's number one podcast, West Underground. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's Marlena Beetle. West Underground presents Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Hamish and Jack and the late great Pat Doherty. He's not he's not gone, he's still around. He's just very late to things. We were supposed to do this an hour and a half ago, and Pat has just decided to get here. But we're joined everyone by Pat Doherty, the artist, who's not Pat Doherty, the comedian. I've checked. He looks a little bit like him, but he's not the same guy. Pat, how the bloody hell are you, mate? Mate, I'm here. I am late. Yes, I am. But, uh, you know, when you're as high, when you're such a high quality podcast guest as myself, the wait is worth it. I'll say that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Dude, I'm firing. I'm firing. I'm, I've got a lot to prove. My two teams have gone down today. The Tigers have gone down against the Dragons. The Swans have gone down against the fucking Brisbane Lions. It's not good. I need to prove myself worth somehow. I'm happy to do it on the on the um, podcast platform. Man, if you ask me, it's a good day. Like, um, I'm, you know, any day the Dragons win is a good day. <laughs> Are you a Dragons fan? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, man, it's like uh, it's one of those things. I was there was it wasn't a debate. It was like I was born and I was a dragon fan. My parents were like, "Yep, yep, yep," putting the little caps. Born, on. born, not manufactured, mate. Dragons till I die, mate. <laughs> well, I'm actually glad the Swans got beat, to be honest, Pat. Because what? when when we were looking to start, I was like, I know he's at the Swans game, but I think it's done. And then I looked and it was like in the fourth quarter or whatever, whatever, the, whatever yeah. the fucking rules are to sport over here. And I went. At least they're getting beat, mate. You're watching me in live live time, realizing why I'm late. Because each each quarter, usually they go for 25 minutes, and then like it will go into extended time, uh, depending on how many stoppages there are every quarter. Mm. And each fucking quarter, this game ran into like 35 minutes. So like, of course I'm late because the fucking game ran 40 minutes late. Yeah, fuck the Sydney Swans. And to be honest, I'll take that back. Sorry, Sydney Swans. (laughs) <laughs> look i know that you've you've got your affiliation to anfield you've got your affiliation to liverpool i understand that look but we're in sydney now and when you start casting dispergers on the on the scg and the swans <laughs> mate, be prepared to feel the wrath of the yeah. swans yeah <laughs> swans are scary dude i don't care what you say isn't there a logo red like they've got a red logo yeah red and white 
Yeah, yeah. Like just Jack, just pick the Sydney Swans and the Dragons, and you can carry your Liverpool colours over. That's not a bad way of doing it. Yeah, but yeah. I want I, like I support a very successful team. It appears you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why no. would I? Why would I add to my stress load? Right? Liverpool are chasing the quadruple up their Reds chasing the quadruple. Why would I add to that by going to watch the Swans invest tops on a Sunday afternoon? Well, well, at least take. The oh, it's Monday day. night, everyone. <laughs> it's actually Monday. Everybody take the. We'll take the Dragons because if you take the Dragons, they're that they've had the most Premiership wins ever. So you're picking the most successful team. Overall. Now, look, I understand that. I, what, what, what's what's Monday Night Fever is a bit more uh, music focused. No music much. at all. It's, it's just, just us talking shit. It's just. Oh, it's it's just. Yeah, don't be don't be trying to sing us a song. You don't no, have to sing us a song. I was just thinking there might be some context that needed to be built in to, for music fans. That's, like, that's you that's can you can build it in if you want. Uh, the music fans are there. Well, mate, the, the lunatics are also here. Don't you reckon? I don't know if you guys get this at all, but I've been getting it lately because I've been putting up a lot of um, NRL content on my Instagram. Yeah, and so I meet people after gigs or whatever, and they go, "Oh, dude, isn't it? Cr- you're you're um, and obviously my art stuff is on on my Instagram as well, and they go, uh, "Oh, mate, you're you're into NRL and you do art. I, I thought you just did comedy, and it's like." Who the fuck do you think? Yeah. Who, who just does one thing? Yeah. You know, even Elon Musk, the most successful bloke in the entire world, has about 95 businesses. Yeah. 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 You've got to pay for the hair transplant somehow, though, haven't you? <laughs> I got it. Was good. Imagine if you just had like, like you know, like it's so dumb, man. Because in the same in the same realm of thinking, those people that think you just do one thing, it's like, do you just have breakfast? Like, do you neglect lunch and dinner? Like, literally. You know, Literally. It's like they think you've got to be monogamous with fucking a thing that you do. You know what I mean? That's very much. We're a monogamous society. It's exactly ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous. Be free. Do what you want. Put your, what you want in your mouth. <laughs> or do another, do, do another job. Yeah. Oh, hi, mom. This is when I like to say hi, mom. <laughs> is, did your mother listen to this? Did Karen listen last? Yeah, week? What she's fuck, fucking. She's irritating how proud she is of me. It's ridiculous. So, Pat, Pat, a couple of weeks ago, my brother Tom was in in your position right now. Uh, Not not a sad Sydney Swans fan, but (laughs) my brother joining in on the podcast, right? And uh, Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. And my mum, I was on the phone to my mum today, and she said to me, you know the two differences between you two? And I've said this, I've said this, all all your lives have said this. And I'm thinking, one, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And then she says, if I put two years on the table and I said, jump off, Tom would still be there thinking about it now. <laughs> but you'd have jumped off before I'd said the P in the word. And I've said, <laughs> and I've said this for years. And I was like, you've never fucking said that before. You liar. Karen, you're a liar. I'm calling you out, woman. Calling you out. Yeah, but did she listen to the one last week about you wanting to sh- to shag that old bird? Like the Helen Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. She she said, Good on you, son. So last week part. Yeah. Because I know you listen, you probably just forget because you're so busy. No, we talked uh, about Helen Mirren actually at my art exhibition. So I know you're I know you're um Did you're... I bring it up to you at the art exhibition? Mate, I don't know if the word obsessed comes to <laughs> <laughs> Helen Mirren just does it for me. 
If I was Helen Mirren, I would be worried. <laughs> yeah, she should be as well. She should be. If Helen Mirren ever goes missing on it and dodgy ever happens to her, people will be knocking at my door. Oh, now they will for sure. Knocking at my door. But I only wish her well. What a great lady. Pat, well, you just you want to be involved just met... in how amazing she is. Well, yeah, I just want a bit of Mirren dust on me. You know what I mean? Mm. Give Understand. me a cuddle. Fucking... You know what I mean? Dry me off with a towel. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? She just like, a you know, bit more than you know that. When, you know when you put a towel, like you put a towel, like I'm a dog, <laughs> drives me off and says, "Oh, you've been a good boy." And I go, "You know what I mean?" Like that's 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 what I want out of hell. A minute, I just maybe I just want the maternal aspect. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe it's mm. a Sigmund Freud situation. I don't know. But what I do know is, everybody, Pat Doherty is a fucking fantastic artist. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you it very was, much. It was so unexpected. Did you sell your hair? <laughs> what, what? No, mate. I've, I've, believe it or not, here this was this is this is a little treat for your uh, your your visual viewers. You know what I mean? There's not. It's all audio. Oh, nice. Ah. Uh, nice. Oh, can go. you take so off here, the hat? Is it? Is it like? It's all there. You? So oh, everyone okay. that's listening on the on the audio platform, I've, oh, just got, released, have... I've just released an absolute bundle of some of the greatest. Finest, you know. Yeah some of the greatest blondie brown mock that you've ever seen. In I'm not saying he looks like Harry Styles in One Direction people. days. Well, yeah, exactly. And I didn't realize bit. that it was only audio only. So, so I've just taken my cap off. I've released my hair. I've taken my shirt off, dude. I've, I'm showing off that 12. Wow. Wow. He's so ripped. Uh, it's wow. nuts. And let me try and, let me try and get my dick in frame. What the, it doesn't. <laughs> <fit. What> the... <laughs> again, <laughs> mom, again, mom, enjoy the episode. So what have you done? You've just trimmed the sides a little bit to make it look like you've got short hair if you look from the front and then you walk around and they're like, oh, shit. That's how we dress us for job interviews. I reckon you could be our, like, Aussie Theo Vaughn. Like, you you could probably pull off the mullet, Pat. Mate, that is a huge, huge compliment. And can I tell you this, lads, in complete confidence? Yes. I'm a massive Theo Vaughn Vaughn fan. Yeah. as I assume you two lads are as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just okay. So how, how, how's a bit of this, right? So I, I'm always, you know, I love a bit of Instagram. I love yeah. a little bit of uh, American comedy content. I jump on there, follow Theo Vaughn, la la la. And then maybe I reply to one of his stories. Mm. I get a response. You know Do I mean? you? Yeah. I get a response. Nothing crazy. Just a little like a ha ha, whatever, you know, days pass, whatever. I'm, I'm sussing out his gram again. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> The last time you were on, you spoke about what you do to Matthew McConaughey's Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I like that you're progressing more into oh, your what am field. I I've already told you. I've already told you this. I'm not, not, not the field of on one. Are you sure? Yeah, not the field of on one. All right. Okay. So anyway, so I um I message him. I, I la la la, and then I see who he's following. Lo and behold, guess who he's following? Who? Pat Will Gibb. Oh, Pat Doherty. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> He followed you. He's giving me the old follow, you know? And, mate, I could not be more proud in my entire life. Getting Theo Vaughn to follow me on Instagram. The bloke's got, like, two two million-plus followers. Yeah. You know, he might occasionally just see that, you know, the, the, the swans have lost tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gives me so much amazing content, and then he just sees a story of me going, like, I follow shit teams. Has he opened your stories? Uh, I, I, I have I have occasionally seen I've screenshotted it. I will send it to you. 
All right. Yeah, please. Oh my god. Yeah. But that said, but that said, look, look, look. The story of my life is 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 highs and lows. So the second the second thing here is there's another American comedian. His name's Tim Tim Dillon, and he, he was yeah. recently yeah awesome yeah so funny one of the funniest blokes in the world. ATM hands down, no doubt about it. And um, so I I do the same thing. You know, I reply to one of his stories. Ha ha, you're a fucking legend. Whatever. I'm I'm vocal on Instagram. And um and what this bloke does to me, he uh, I just get seen scene <laughs> so oh. it's, it's you know in he's, the world of, he's in ghosting the world of yeah in the world of instagram communication it's give and take a lot of the time sometimes oh. you get a follow from a big dog a follow from a big dog and sometimes you just get ignored but either way i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be just, just start sending him compliments like like but like because he's 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 not straight yet. Like just to start sending him like little, yeah. little he, he, on he claims to be gay, but I mean, I'm yet to see the proof. You know, just yeah. <laughs> start trying to flirt with him. Through the- Send him a picture in your Sydney Swans jersey. He <laughs> might think different. <laughs> this is what he wants. He, he's done what he's done. What a lot of comedians talk about. You see a shift in the market. And and understandably so, and, and something which of which I agree with. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say. Yeah, full parts. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean it. I mean it from a sincere, sweet place. Is that the market wants to hear diver- diverse voices? They don't want to mm. hear straight white men, which is understandable because it was sa- the ma- the market was saturated. So they want to hear people that are gay, people of color, you know, trans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now this is this is an accusation. <laughs> This is an accusation. Feels that way. But I will say this. I don't know if Tim Dillon is actually gay. And I think that... <laughs> How dare you question his sexuality? No, I, 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 I agree That's with you. as a comedian. Just, what do you mean? That's you, what I, I just, meant to I, I agree. Question his sexuality. Tonight, I'm going to tell you some jokes. And I'm going to see if your mom really loves cock or if she's just pretending. Exactly right. But I, I agree, Jack. Oh, sorry, Pat. Because like he, he just Tim doesn't... Dillon question mark. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why, but when he said he was gay on Rogan, I was like, are you? Are you? Are you just? Are you just? Are you just? Just want the tick? Like you know what I mean? Like is that you you're doing it just for 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 the, you know, for the clout? What yeah. do you want him to do? Fucking put a video of him sucking a cock. Like, what, yeah, what, what do you want him. out of him? Can he just? Can he just? I want. I want he just, Can he just say his truth and that be it? Like if, if like it's so ridiculous, right? So <laughs> if if a chick was like, yeah, no, I'm just into guys. You'd be like, yeah, well, let's see what you put. Come on, then. Come on, show the us. Proof. Fucking show us. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. No, no. It's just, me, it's just, me, me and Hamish are just sitting around looking for a bit of proof, you know, in this, yeah, in this yeah. fake news world. <laughs> yeah, I, I want, I want the proof. Don't just accept show, the narrative. show me the proof in the pudding. Come on, show me the pudding. Show yeah. me a pudding, Tim. Look, Tim Dillon's out there questioning everything, so I'm just giving him a bit of his own medicine, and I'm going, look, mate, I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe that you are truly part of the LGBTQ oh community, no, a community of which I hold in the highest regard. I believe that he is taking them for a ride. I believe that he is... <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I believe that I believe that he is using them to to benefit financially from, and yeah. I want to know the legitimacy of what he re- truly means. You know what I mean? Tim Dillon, I will say this: Tim Dillon is not gay. Prove me wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, Jesus! Is this, is this why my episodes on YouTube? How, 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 how old? Yeah, I think so. We got demonetized the last time we put part on this podcast. If um. 
Like what? How old was he when he came out? Mate, he's, I mean, I mean, in uh, like until he, he, hang on, let me just get your question correct. He, he, what age did he come out when he? How, how old was he when he came out? Like in truth or for Hollywood? Because <laughs> for Hollywood, <laughs> he came out a long time ago. Jesus, yeah, but he is okay. still deeply, deeply a straight man. You know, you know the album Straight Lines by uh, by Silverchair came out. You know, yeah, that's about his life, man. That's about Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. <laughs> I understand now why he doesn't reply to your stories. <laughs> he, he, like, he put he puts something up and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, just uh, just going for a walk with my poodle. And you're like, yeah, I bet you don't really guy though, Tim, are ya? No, now now he's just going to reply to send Pat an Insta DM of him sucking a cock. <laughs> or it'll be silence. It'll be one or the other. Yeah, I exactly. Feel like you want him to me to you. That's that's what you what that's what you're chasing. Mate, you get he, me too by or Tim Dillon me too you. I don't know which way it works now. I was gonna say I can't be me. Okay, this is <laughs> this is we're talking about um uh, this we're talking about Tim Dillon's sexuality. But all I'm hearing every time that you speak, every time I speak, every time Hamish speaks, all I'm hearing is demonetized demonetized yeah, demonetized we're going on spotify spotify is the wild west anyway Pat. yeah oh. if, they got, if they got joe anti-vax rogan on that thing i'm just trying to take shots at everyone you're sweet yeah taking shots at the network that we are putting this on thank you for doing that oh, you no, know no. what though it's so oh, sorry, i love like, you we so hey, we spotify i love we it's, had a conversation amish and i the other week part about like you know we know the line, right? And yeah. we tippy-toe right on it, right? But, like, I, had a, I can't remember what I was talking to, and they were like, are you not worried about sponsors being like, you can't say that? And I was like, yeah, but then you just don't want them as your sponsors. Yeah, like, fucking anyone, like, I'm 26 years of age, right? Mm. My own parents have trouble telling me to shut the fuck up. You think you can throw a bit of money at me and be like, Jackie? Jackie, stop saying naughty things about people and Can it's going to work. I just have an interesting bit on this because I was just having a conversation with one of my one of my friends. You know, funny enough. Yeah, ha- Hamish, keep yawning. I'm just going to throw my um my charger in. All right. Down in, down in Melbourne, right? And his take on this is like, we were having a conversation about like work and he goes, yeah, man, I don't want to do the, you know, the nine to five grind. I'm sick of having to, you know, mm-hmm. control control my you know my my freedom of speech because of steve you know like you know just using this idea of this character steve you know as as like oh everybody be quiet because steve's here right and it's like fucking hell like those sponsors go home and probably like talk shit and wipe you know and and do crazy shit and you know probably have yeah i don't know i don't know but i just i just think you you cannot tell me to silence you know or silence us if you're not if you're not cross you know what i mean like how do we know that you're this moral standpoint you know maybe well nobody is that's the thing you know what i mean and uh, look i mean at the end of the day what the fuck do i know and what the fuck do we know but i mean it's just it's so tim Dillon is somebody that i think is absolutely open game because he he Every, everything is open game to him. Yeah. Yeah. I would never question, I would never question, I meet somebody on the street, for example, or, yeah. or for example, my, my very, very best friend, Seb, uh, he's a gay man, and I would never go, Seb, you're not. Oh, don't start doing that now. Don't no, start listen, doing that. Listen, no, I'm no, actually no. friends with somebody who's gay, and they always say it's okay. No, the thing <laughs> is, when, when, when somebody is as good a friend 
to you as yeah. like when somebody's your best friend. Yeah. They actually, you actually hate them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you, you can, you know what I mean? Like you can call them a cunt or whatever because you're such a good friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not, I'm not saying that kind of shit. Oh yeah, I've got a gay friend, la la la. He's like pretty much like a brother. So I can, I can be mean to him if I wanted to, but I would never chastise or question his sexuality because, because he's a human, he's a, he's a person in society. He's not a person in entertainment. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, but it'd be a bit of a fucking strange bit, wouldn't it, for Tim Dillon to, like, in five years' time to come up and be like, ha, I'm not actually gay. <laughs> I'd be well, Joke's on you, you fools. The funny thing about Tim Dillon, though, is that he never talks about his homosexuality in his comedy. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's it's always like... um. I know a lot of uh, a lot of comedians will use their sexuality as part of their material, but from what I can understand, Tim Dillon, who is somebody that presents as a Republican that would absolutely vote for Donald Trump, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he, he his sexuality is a subnote, if not anything whatsoever, to do with his material. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, he could come out in ten years and go, "Oh yeah, I'm not actually gay." Do you know what I mean? Because like he's not used it to gain any cash or anything, even though I'm making fun of him for doing that, but he's not. Yeah. And I think if Tim Dillon did it, it, it would, he would get away with it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it'd be, a, it'd be a funny thing to do in like 20 years. And it'd been like, <laughs> just like have, have, um, you know, have stitched up the entire world and, and uh, you know, yeah, but well, he's, I mean, not gonna, he's not going to become like a fucking an icon in the LGBT, LGB, LGBTQ plus community. He's not, they're not going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, Tim Dillon's in. That's it. Yeah. That's true. But then again, it does, it does harp back down to, you know, question. we're going to go a little deep here, but I'm happy to do so. Okay. Um, we, we, we think about, you know, <laughs> homosexual men in a light. How come we can't think that a homosexual man looks like Tim Dillon? We just don't. I don't know. It's, it's not the way that we're trained. I'm not yeah. saying that I'm anybody special. I'm not saying that we're anybody special. But when we think about a homosexual man, we think about it in one particular light because that's how it's been portrayed to us, you know? But there are. A multitude of gay people, obviously. I sound like a fucking idiot for even saying that, but that's just the truth, you know? And Tim Dillon being a big redneck fat bloke from New Jersey, <laughs> people might embrace him in the LGBT community and go, we're sick of being uh, um, portrayed as, uh, you know, like however gay people are portrayed now. Tim Dillon, you're the new wave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what they want as their as their idol as Tim Dillon. I'll tell you what, Pat. I saw I saw Tim Dillon with lust in his eye once when when it was that podcast with uh, Joe Alex Jones and Tim Dillon. He was looking at he was looking at Alex Jones like with 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 you know some lusty eyes. That yeah, he looked at he looked at Tim Dillon the way that I look at a a twenty four dollar steak at the Robin Hood Hotel. You know, <laughs> he was ready to eat him up. <laughs> yeah man I, did you ever listen to that podcast that was one of the most that was the fuck because alex jones is just so drunk in that one and just spitting shit and like Jesus, fucking, he must have had a hell of a hangover for sure it, yeah he's like well, well what do you mean i went on and told millions of people all this shit and I'm like yeah you did and he's like well mate Maybe the media is just telling you I said all that. Turn the frogs gay. That's what they want you to think. 
Yeah, exactly. Joe Rogan works for CNN. <laughs> <laughs> Love he, Alex Jones. He, he comes from the fifth dimension. I've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I just can't see it. I just can't. I just can't, like Tim Dillon being held up by like the gay community as the savior. You know what I mean? And for him to turn around and just fucking go. <laughs> I was I, only joking. I was only I, joking. I'll be completely candid. I, I look at you. Do you like to have a Patreon? Yeah. 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 Okay. We're, right. we're, we're brand new to it though. Yeah. It's a, it's a, um, it's an interesting sort of thing. And before we recorded, we were talking about social media and all the rest of it. And yeah, again, Patreon sort of falls within the bracket of the dark arts in terms of things that I just do not understand how it works, how it works. Right. But I, I do know on Patreon that uh, if I was to type in your one, for example, I could see how much money you make per month if you've allowed that to be viewed publicly yeah um tim dylan mate that bloke makes like a quarter of a million us per month on his patreon alone do you know what i mean so i don't i don't think he gives a fuck if the lgbt community hold him to a high regard or mm. embrace him as one of his own because he's walking away with god damn it you know in the first four months of this year alone he's already made a milli outside of advertisements yeah yeah and that's us yeah. Plus touring, dude. I mean, he sold out two shows at the fucking state theater, like on Thursday night. He's doing Don't... fine. He doesn't need to be embraced by anyone. I think you've cut yourself out of supporting him now. You know what I mean? Can I be completely candid with you, mate? There, there's actually two legends of the game, Nick Cody and yeah. Luke Hagee, who I'll talk to. I don't know Nick that well. I know Heggie pretty well. And, um, and uh, they're opening for him and they're, they're, amazing comedian so i wouldn't want to step on their toes you know oh he's such a nice guy Pat. <laughs> such a nice guy look a lot of people go would i run nick cody off the stage it's like maybe i would maybe i wouldn't who knows just the idea, like the idea of you being in the crowd with one of those laser pointers just in his eye <laughs> <laughs> those two those two dudes are absolute cheese if I, I i mean that would never get me to open for literally anyone ever you know, mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm, except for Billy Darcy. I only open for Billy Darcy and that's because, um, he's, he's hilarious. He's a great man. I love to be around him, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's put a bit of light on Billy Darcy. Actually, just before yeah. we were recording, we were talking about his podcast, uh, and it's absolutely fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's called get around me. I guess. Yeah. It's oh, man. All, all, his, uh... his take on everything is just phenomenal. This is interesting. So, uh, you you guys were uh, you guys came and saw the trial show for Will Give at the Clavelli Hotel, and thank you very much for coming. I do. Oh, you're welcome, man. It's a good job. And so you saw myself. I was hosting, and then I brought Billy on, and then it was Will. I think mm-hmm. that was, yeah, not mistaken. Now, um, your thoughts on 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 Will and uh, Billy? I'll go first. I'll yeah, go please. first. All right. Okay. And any other comedians that you've seen, by the way, because I'm interested to know. Well, I watched I watched you come out and you just kind of came up on the stage and you just didn't look nervous. You didn't you didn't look like you you look like a seasoned professional. You know what I mean? I was like, like a veteran. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay, you can see that he does this like a many nights a week and has got this kind of figured out and and uh a bit more fr- bit more free than than the others right that, that was what i got from watching you i felt like you were way more way more free and probably not 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 have thought thought everything out so much as like but then when i when billy came up billy like man billy's billy's just great billy's just got 
fucking great t- takes. I mean, you know, it, it just remind he's just in that like just really Australian, like just and um like really Australian kind of humor, dude. And that's like, you know, Billy's great. I feel feel like you know, and then when when Will came on, the only thing that like I thought I thought I thought he was good, but I thought, but you could just see that he looked and felt a little bit like nervous and uncomfortable. He just hasn't like sanded that off, and I, you know, and I. That's all I would say. I think the thing is though, like we we will give because he's fucking like like his TikTok is is fucking brilliant, man, and he he is fucking hilarious. But he he was doing a show like he. That was his trial show for his Melbourne show, wasn't it? Mm, you know what true. I mean? I feel like if you watched him with his <laughs> set that he's been doing night in, night out, like if if we go and watch him next week and he's doing his Melbourne set, it'll be fucking amazing. Yeah. It'll be polished you know up I mean? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sure. like, it's like fucking... Start of the tour. I, I played a gig last night. We played uh, all, like uh, the full band and acoustic show at Mosh Bits in Newtown. Um, and we... We literally played all new songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you were watching us there as opposed to watching us, you'd still be like, oh yeah, no, nah, fucking the good. Mm. But we ha- we don't have it figured out yet because we haven't played it. We haven't road tested it. You know what I mean? We haven't went for yeah, the mountains. Yeah. And I think the reason Pat was so confident was because he probably had a couple more drinks than everybody else when he got up there. Oh, I did. Pat, Pat already walks onto a stage. Like it owes him money. <laughs> well, look, I'm. You know, the thing is that I'm. I'm not there to fuck spiders, mate. To use a, a great Australian nice. colloquialism, uh, and and you, you lads will be the first to preach the absolute truth. As always, mm. we were at the Clavelli Hotel, one of the finest purveyors of alcohol in the eastern suburbs. Beautiful. So when I step when I step foot in there, I may be given a beer in hand on arrival. Yeah. You know? Then I walk up the stairs, and then after that, absolutely keep effort, it in the one. I'll probably have another. <laughs> and then I think you two both will you you both back this up. It's actually two flights of stairs to get up to the stage. So yeah, at that point, awesome. I've had three beers. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yes, does that make me loosey goosey? Yes, it does. Is that to my detriment? Sometimes it is. Absolutely. But the truth of the matter is this: if I was at a theater, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I performed at Newcastle in Newcastle on Friday night plenty of beers backstage but it's a different vibe you know playing in a pub comparatively to a theater you've got to put your Mm. big boy shoes on at a theater and deliver a show people are paying fucking 45 dollars a ticket or whatever yeah when you're at a pub people paid 10 bucks 15 bucks that's like i'll give you that money back if you don't like it (laughs) yeah also you're six foot six yeah like you know you're a big man to get drunk that's true that's true in any, this is this is. I didn't think you seemed pissed, Pat, on on stage at all. What I meant when I said when I said free, I meant like you. Just in the way you interacted was very different from the others, dude. Like you just had that whole, like the your crowd work was above and beyond, like you know Billy's and Will Gibbs. Thank like you, you. You just felt very free. Like you just look and pick on people, and like and also just kind of went on like you know free tangents where I was like, it's like. Oh, that's clever. How's he doing that? See, that's very complimentary, and I do appreciate and appreciate that. And did did I bring up this subject to get compliments from you guys? I did, and so oh, I've my no, I haven't. But dude, I, I must say, while we're still on the subject, then we can change it momentarily. But um, my my point being here is that 
I do think that Billy is going to end up being one of the greats in stand-up comedy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there's no doubt about that in my mind. He's just simply got the algorithm worked out so nicely that his delivery is perfect and it's reminiscent of his podcast. The way that he talks is so funny. Mm. The way that he delivers ideas is so funny. He's naturally hilarious. Um, and then I think that Will, a guy that's been doing comedy for a year, has already found his market immediately. That's yeah. only success from there. And what's what's amazing and amazing for me and uh, really positive for me in that circumstance is that I am their teacher. You know, I've always <laughs> I've taught them how to do it. Walking sensei over here. <laughs> wax on, joking. wax off. Obviously joking, but I will hold. I will attach myself to their um, their rockets, and I will be yeah, right. That shit until the fucking cars come on, man. <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things too, where if you know what the I'll just say this before I begin the next little tangent is like one thing about Billy is that I find like fascinating is like you you can't you can't always like see where he's going with things. Do you know what I mean? Like it's. It's you can kind of see where the train of thought where he started to write something and then he kind of just goes in this, um, you know, uh, like roundabout way to get where he is and you're just like, oh, that was clever, mm. you know. And it, <laughs> but then even that you can see that he's then obviously wrote it out and then sandpapered it off even more, so it then becomes like he's probably wrote this much and become this much, and it's like, man, it's just like. A bit of a roller coaster with that dude. Like when I listen to his podcast, I'm like, how'd you get there? <laughs> just trying to reverse engineer like what he's done in a, yeah. in a sense of just kind of get, getting my head around it. I do it with ev everything, but, but, um, yeah. His, his pod oh, sorry. Go, go uh, for all, it. all you, all you, Pat. All I was going to say his podcast probably does allow him to, um, figure out how to get his, get his words around his thoughts in a, mm. Restful way, the way that you probably can't necessarily do on stage because you're looking for that immediate response. Whereas the podcast platform allows you to just vet, like rant almost. Yeah, and tell stories as well. That, that that's what I know. What's this podcast like? His use of language is fucking unbelievable, man. Mm. The way he articulates himself is like I, I was listening in the shower, and that man, and I'm gonna regret these words. That man took me for a fucking ride. <laughs> he soaked me up I was sopping wet and I was on the train <laughs> oh my god alright that's, that's, that's enough of blowing smoke up that bloke's ass that's yeah that's enough that's enough of you Billy Darcy you fucking talented son of a bitch I will. I will suggest to all of your listeners absolutely listen to the, uh, the, 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 the Get Around Me podcast it's one of the greats I think the I think the will actually got a Spotify deal recently with yeah uh, yes yeah we don't we don't want to talk about that yeah, please don't uh, <laughs> it makes us upset we're really happy for will but we're really upset for ourselves yeah well I mean it's on the, it's on its way lads I can hear it. I can I can see I can hear it and see it over the horizon can you feel it I can feel right, we'll it. get off them on anyway right so cool. Pat Hamish Hamish over here is you know has been through the seven stages of grief quite recently. He's had a little breakup, right? And we've been, we've been building him up onto his feet again to stand, stand in the trenches and be there. Of course. Wing that sword around. Right? For sure. And uh, he's just getting like his confidence back and he's getting back on that train. And um, 
he he I was on the phone to him and because he's he's may have organized a little date for himself this week. And he was oh, like, Man, what do you do on first dates? He's like, It's been so long since I've been on a first date. And I was like, Don't ask me. I've been on a first date nine fucking years. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. What what do you like? How how long have you been with your it, it's M M, isn't it? Your missus. M correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M. Um M and I have been very nice for about oh thank you. Yeah, you met her on on uh, on, yeah. on Thursday night. Thursday. She's an angel. Um look, mate, we've been going out for a year. The first dates are still kind of familiar in my brain, but it is nerve-wracking, isn't it, Amo? Like Oh, absolutely. Like, like I've been in a relationship for two and a half years. So like, I feel broken. It's like, how do you, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> how do you do Jesus, this? get the, get the fucking violin out. Oh, I don't want, I don't want any sympathies. I just want, I just want to figure, figure that out again. Cause I mean, once, once, if you're not using it, you lose it. And I've, I haven't been using it for two and a half years. But... <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, is a virgin once again. <laughs> feel like it. <laughs> feel hey, like well, I mean, um, what 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 have you got to do? I reckon you. So you've already. Can I just get a bit more context here? You've already organised the first date. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, I mean that's like Jack. Bring back those violins for today. That's a terrible violin noise, and I am a musician, but never mind. Yeah, like he's he's the the parameters of the date are not set. Yeah. The, the the date itself is is official. He just doesn't have a fucking clue what he's gonna do. Yeah. And have you have you met this lovely um this lovely lady prior to organizing the date? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Like we went to uni and then we matched on Tinder. Okay. Okay. So she's got a general idea of your vibe is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, she's got a, a general idea of my vibe when I was very, very fucking wild. Like now, now I'm now I'm good, but I I <laughs> I, I just don't know if I can live up to the expectation of my my old self. Interesting, interesting. Mm. And it, it is it is okay. So I think there's a couple of different routes to go here, right? Um, <laughs> Take it to a sex show. <laughs> yeah, you've you've come to the right man. If you're asking for dance advice. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to a man that has watched multiple relationships crumble into what can only describe as stuff. But um, <laughs> here we go. He's got so he's been on that many first dates, but not a lot of second dates. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I was only ever saying two. I didn't even realize you could say second. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, look, mate. I reckon. I reckon a, a day, a good, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, a good date idea is something that um, to alleviate pressure. I always reckon comedy at the comedy store. Is oh, Jesus. Are you plugging yourself already? Are you fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. plugging yourself talking. already, aren't you? Mate, if the comedy store booked me, I'll tell you what, it would be good for their business, but they refuse to fucking get old dog onto the stage. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Um, I reckon comedy in, in, or a, movie not so much theater i could get around music is probably good as well something the comedy specifically if you're sitting in the back row you get you get a couple of drinks beforehand you have a little yarn la 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 then you sit for a while and listen to somebody else talk right you laugh you laugh you laugh there's a bit of an osmosis a bit of a bond then you get drinks afterwards right you've alleviated pressure you've already been together for a long time and then you can you can sort of chat plus you have something to talk about 
did you like that comedian? Did you like that comedian? Oh, I didn't like that person. Why didn't you like that person? You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I don't yeah, know, yeah. man. I think like that. I th- this is why this is why I wouldn't take a first date to to comedy. Comedy, right? Because a very attractive trait in somebody is that the funny, right? So mm. if you, yeah. if you're funny, like, <laughs> but imagine, imagine she takes fucking simple Bill, right? Simple Bill and Diane. <laughs> Go on a Simple Bill Darcy. Are we still talking about that? Son of a bitch, Pat Don't you put those words in my mouth. So, like, simple, simple Patrick, simple simple Jack. Let's go, simple Jack. Simple Jack, right? Yeah, but no, because my missus is going to think I'm going on. You're calling me fucking simple here. No, I'm saying, I'm saying you're interesting, but this other person is this imaginary person. Let's call him Steve, right? Sure, Steve, Steve's good. Steve and Joanne go on a fucking first date, right? Runner. Steve drives a forklift for a living, right? Likes going out with the boys, has a few drinks. Maybe he has a little bag of cocaine on a Friday night. We're not judging Steve, right? But we then, never would. But then they're out. It's a Thursday night at the... Where's the place we're going on Thursday night, Amish? King's Cross. King's Cross to watch comedy. Oh, you're going right? to go see Neil and Friends? Yeah, yeah, Amish and I are having our third date going there. You're we're gonna, we're gonna fucking be, be scream anyway. So they're there, sitting there, up steps, six foot six, right? Forrest Gump's sexy older brother, right? The marathon runner, the half marathon canceller, the man who paints, the man who rarely faints. Pat Oherty's on the stage, right? And he's there, giving it the olds. You know, he's giving it the cowboy walk on the stage. That's stadios. What for? That's stadios and money, guys. Remember that. It's important. Keep that in your mind. Stadios and money. And he's up there and he's like, ah, oh, what, what are you guys doing tonight? He's a couple, a couple on a date. And they say, and you go, oh, what is it? First date. Oh, what is, oh, oh, what is it? Your first date. And they go, and Steve goes, yeah. And she goes, and then Pat Doherty proceeds to make her laugh. Right, mm. laugh like no one's ever made a laugh. She laughed so hard. Steve said, "Wow, I know what this woman sounds like when she comes." She laughs that hard, right? <laughs> then you Steve's, said it. I agree with it. Steve's fucked, isn't he? And Steve That's gets true. up and he goes to the bathroom and he comes out and he finds her in the back room with Billy Darcy or Will Gibb, <laughs> <laughs> Theo Vaughn. Oh no, 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 Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. And then we find out that Tim Dillon is truly not gay. Yeah, and it's all it's a full circle <laughs> moment. But like that's not a good idea. And then I'll move on to music, right? Right. Yeah. Do you know it's noisy, right? Boom, boom, giving it the beans. You watch it. I'm 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 a lead singer, right? You watch a lead guitarist giving it that beans on a guitar. There can't be any man, woman, or anything in between not looking at that going. They know what to use their hands. Yeah. Right? That's the truth. And then and then sexy Jack in the middle, giving Mm -hmm. it the beans. Fucking everyone wants a bit, man. You know what I'm saying? We're all sexy people. We're all sexy people. Hamish, don't do that. Yeah, no. Well, she said, Are you free Thursday? And I thought, I can't. I can't. I can't. It'd be the worst thing because we're you know, we're gonna go together. And I and like (laughs) what have you got a date? 
and yeah, and I've got some people in the camp, and it's going to be like, "Hi, nice, love, lovely to see you again." Hey, everybody else, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that because that's a, yeah. Look, okay, well, I mean, can I just also say this to cover my tail? I did say you're sitting in the back row of the comedy room. Yeah, you know what I mean, I would never suggest you going to the front row because that would be you. You're 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 not seeing. I mean, you're not leaving the fucking venue with the, with your date at that point. You know what I mean? It's 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 all over Red Rover, you know. You're too fragile. You're too. It's it's just too much. Music again. You're right. Maybe I've led you up the garden path a little bit there because musicians are the sexiest people, hands down, by far, in the arts. There's no questions asked. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's a shame that the, the viewers can't see us. Yeah. I mean, especially, dude. I thought I had a nice hat on. You've got a fucking magical little fucking. What is that? A little cowboy situation. Yeah, it's just to hold the hair together. Representing Dubbo. Yeah. <laughs> postcode really? 1012. Shout out. To, I don't know if that's the postcode. I wear, the, I wear this hat and sometimes I wear the belt with the buckle on it. And that's my little nod back to Dubbo. Yeah, I love that. I, I didn't realize that you're a Dubbo boy. Yeah. Boy, How can uh, you fucking tell? No, I, I can't. He's, he's, he's adopted. Uh, mate, look, to be honest with you. I've migrated well. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so I've led you out of the garden path. Okay, so I'm wrong then. So yeah, you've can, led them to the slaughter shed. If I can throw it to you then, Jack, what's yeah. your suggestion? Well, if my, my first date around. with my missus was to go and watch Iron Man 3 in the cinemas. Not us, Jack. So, on, are you serious? You know what I mean? Hey. Bad idea. Hey. No wonder she stayed around for nine years. Dude, I'm saying you, you took her to, you didn't even take her to the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, why would I have taken it to the first one? one? Why would I have taken it to the first one if that went in the cinemas? Think about it, Pat. Of course, mate. But I mean, there was other movies on. No, that was the best movie to go and watch at the time. Iron Man three. Oh shit! Fuck me. You know what? I'm wrong, dude. Because what needs to happen here? Maybe she. I'm just assuming maybe she hasn't seen the first two. Well, don't assume films what? she's seen or not seen. Well, about but she hadn't seen it. She hadn't seen it. She Thank thought you. she had. She thought... <laughs> Abby's you. listening. My Mrs. Sandler. <laughs> you have seen one and two. But she was just trying to impress me because she thought I was, I was such a catch. In reality, yeah. Iron Man 3 should have been a big fucking... I just want to... bells going off, you know what I mean? When, Silence. When Jack does impressions of, of Abby, like, they're dead on. Like, when I met Abby for the first time and I was like... Hello, hey, miss. It's me, Abby. Do you want a cup of tea? I would love a cup of tea. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. You're going out with a fucking Raul Dahl character. Oh, oh, it's oh, sensational. Tell, tell, tell Jack. Oh, tell Pat. Sorry, Jack. Tell Pat what Abby said the other day. About what? About about you farting. Oh, <laughs> so fucking uh, like. Uh, That's so, how you know they're in a we, very we, comfortable. We, yeah. like, we did a whole. Uh, we did a whole like fucking section on this a couple of weeks ago, and it was about like when it's okay to fart in front of your partner, you know what I mean? Like, after how long? So, I used to hold them in fucking forever, right? Yeah. Like, she, she'd come round to my house, she'd leave, and I'd be waving her off. See <laughs> <laughs> drive safe! <laughs> like, it was ridiculous, right? And then, when we moved in together, I just fucking, I can't keep going outside. You know what no, I mean? you can't, dude. You're it's a cold human. out there. It's 38 degrees out there. I'm not going outside. So I just <laughs> I said, no, I put my foot down and I just started farting, right? And if it's loud, she goes, <laughs> you're disgusting. And if it's smelly 
and silence. Mm. Oh, you're a pig. Hey, you, you're the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I've lost my voice. She doesn't sound like she smokes 50 a day. Right. But then I, we were in bed and like, you know, I'm a romantic man. We're having a cuddle. Of course yeah, we of are. Course. Of course we are. I'm a sweetheart. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> Try and resist me, I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was telling, we, we put a Pat Doherty special on before it. She couldn't go anywhere else. I was the only man for her. Right. And then uh, I like, uh, and then I literally had to just get as far away from her as I could. You know, you know, after you'd have a cuddle and you kind of go back to back because you've been together nine years, you know, what yeah, each yeah. Other, you know what each of us snores like, like get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we went back to back and then I felt the, the brew, the brew rumbling, yeah. rumbling yeah, the jungle. Yeah, and then, you know, the thriller in Manila. Right? Yeah. yeah. And Muhammad then, Ali was there doing some shadow boxing. He was. Yeah. Boxing is. <laughs> and uh, I'm so quick. I make medicine sick. That's what, that's what it was like. And literally. And then I just turned quickly. Arsed the other way back into the spoon position. And it just. Oh. Like five minutes. Right. And I thought she was asleep. Right. This was my first mistake. Right. And then she turned around and went, it's a good job you turned around. You would have blew me off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got away with words. She got away with words. Oh, but yeah, I think if she could have chose a good, like a different first date, it wouldn't have been Iron Man 3. Hamish, you've got to be careful, man. All right, so okay, so we've got my we've got my red hot ideas, which I I will stand by, and plus I gave you a plethora of of thoughts and ideas there. You've got Iron do. Man three from yeah. Jack, by the way. So yeah. just let's leave that on the table. <laughs> Iron Man three from the sexiest person here. Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. Iron Man three, and then a gas chamber from this man's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with all of these beautiful thoughts, what what were you gonna bring? What were you gonna? What, what was your idea prior to hearing all of this? Can I hear what your idea for a first date would be? Well, my idea was like I was like, I oh, mean, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think about it too much. Like, I'm not gonna put too much thought in it because when I put too much thought into things, right? It just fucks everything. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's better to Super not... ADHD. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, if I go... It comes well, on. Yeah, so I just want to wanna just go, okay, let's meet somewhere. <laughs> you know, and then... Uh, You've got to be less vague than that, dude. Yeah. Where, where are you going to meet? I mean, you know, you know, like, if I, if, I, if I pick her up like a gentleman, give a chauffeur, you know, experience in the car, like, then, then I mean... We just figure it out. It'll just like go on from there and just let it be this like spontaneous rolling. Next week we'll be like, "How was your day?" And you're like, "Yeah, we went to Costco." No, I'll be like, "I'll be like, it has." I got, I got, I got two Omar washing powders. Totally. You had a great the, time. They got a Costco, mate. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah, it <laughs> wouldn't be a bad date. I mean, you're coming out with fucking buckets of Skittles. You know, like just just eating fucking, you know, because Costco you can get buckets of. Food. He's like, do you fancy some dinner? And it's like, you know, the chicks who've just got like the all devs. Yeah, they're like the samples. Did okay, okay. So, um, Hamish, can I say this publicly? 
That's the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it to see fucking Iron Man 3, man. Jesus. Well, we just had Iron Man 3. Jack fucking farted. I don't want a hot box. That went, that went, that went a hot first date. And, and then we've, we've, we've had go, go, you know, go take it somewhere where people are funnier than you. And it's like, <laughs> man, like if, if we pick her up, like, you know, if I, if I pick her up, so for, well, then I mean, we're, we're, we're in the city. So the thing is, you know, the city is our oyster. I mean, we can go wherever. <laughs> we can go for afternoon, afternoon tea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to go to a bar. Do you want to, do- do you Can want I a girlfriend? Are so you describing twenty two? Correct. Afternoon tea. Yeah, he's describing. He's describing my first date with Helen Mirren. I mean, yeah, then, exactly. we can, then we can follow it up by dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then we can go see, you know, the Avengers after. Yeah, you know. Wow, Hamish is a feeder. He just yeah. wants to just shove Bickies as much in. So it's like I went on the best date of my life. We did this, 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 and this. Can I say so this? Much tea. Can I say I can't this? Stop paying. I reckon Hamish, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a, um, he's got a bit of a wanderer vibe, bit of a gypsy sort of, you know, rock and roller vibe, bit of a, yeah. you know, like a, like a young Dylan sort of situation, if you know what I mean. And young uh, Tim Dylan, a young Tim Dylan, <laughs> uh, when he realized that he could pretend to be gay, but chose not to for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I, I get what you're doing. I, you know, just pick up, just go with it. You know, we'll just see how it goes. I think yeah. you need, um, a couple of pinpoints at least to work. No, but yeah. the reason direction. Why, you need fucking direction because my brain already, 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 already has a secret agenda behind it. Like anything I do, right? My brain is very articulate. Lady, I don't yeah. know what we gonna do, but we gonna have sex. It's yeah, like, the truth it's comes much, out. As much as it's unplanned, <laughs> it's planned in the sense that it's like, okay, I've got to start, and I've got a, I've got, and like, I've got an, I've got an, I've got an end, right? And then the rest is just like painting patterns. It's just like, you know, it's just, now it's just decoration. You know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. So, I think take it to the zoo, man. Take it to Taronga Zoo. The zoo's a fun one. Different, unique. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't you mind You to know sick. if she likes animals. You know what I mean? That's a big, a big long-term call that, yeah. you get, that you get early on in the piece. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. You can fart um, anywhere you want. There's room. And you can blame it on a bonobo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those bloody bonobos. <laughs> so fuck, that's a bonobo fart, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it to the zoo. Oh, that'd be nice. You yeah. want to? You, you either want to go. Um, you either want to go. Okay, I guess what we're saying here really is like you want to go overplanned or completely chill. Yeah, and but I want to go. Say this, I think it's seasonal. I think when you go to win- when you're doing winter dating, and unfortunately, as blokes, first dates fall firmly on our shoulders, right? We yeah. need to be the organizer. No girl I've ever met in my entire life has ever organized a first date, and God bless them. But it's just like it's just my experience of life. Well, they're not going to, are they? Because they they want you to, you know, what they say about like men and women, especially is like women look at men and think, okay, well, why should I have sex with them? Whereas men are like, well, why shouldn't I have sex with her? You know what I mean? Like, so where where the chases always? Oh, if a look, woman's chasing you, you're a very lucky, lucky. I think this is I like very that. lucky, man. Yeah, one of the luckiest, I would say. The luckiest over the mix. I'm the luckiest, obviously. Ah, but love you. Don't uh, don't don't leave me. But <laughs> I think I think you've just got to. I think you've got to plan it. You've got to plan it. 
Now, can I? I think I think let's meet in the middle here, right? Let's meet here in the middle. I reckon that um, we go. You come through with a like a, a number of different options. We can go to the fucking. We can go to the see a band. We can go and see fucking Iron Man sixty five. We can go and see you know great film comedy. Or we can or we can go and go have fucking have goddamn afternoon tea. Whatever bullshit thing that you thought. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible idea, you know. Yeah, but ultimately, right? Ultimately, no one can go past this. When you're with little tab here, when you're with a, a good mate and you're just catching up with them, you want to be on a balcony with drinks in your hand with a good view, right? Mm. So you're either going to go to the Newtown Hotel onto the balcony, you're going to go to the Ravisi's Hotel on the on the on the balcony uh, in Bondi, looking at the ocean. You're going to go to somewhere else with a good balcony, good view, right? You're going to get slowly drunk. You're going to be watching pe- people watching, have a nice little view, and then you've got to have options in the future. Oh, yeah, it's 7 o'clock. We can go and see uh, Iron Man 65. Oh, it's 8 o'clock. We can go and see the comedy. Or we can stay here all night. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And then we know, just that, 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 is, that, that is my plan. It's just it's spontaneous, but you've got options. You, know? uh, you should have, have a podcast where you just tell men what to do and you can be called Pat Browity. Pat Browity. That's your podcast. And it's just, it's just like man advice. You know, Sydney Swan's commentary. Bit of bit of bit of you know NRL, and then uh, Pat Browity TM my intellectual property. You can have that for a fee, dude. I've, <laughs> dude, I've got an intellectual boner from hearing that. That's one of the. <laughs> no, you can have of... that. It's free. It's yours. It's like uh, it's like the placid Hitler thing. I told you the other night. It's yours, mate. Yeah, Do yeah. It yeah as yeah. you as you bloody want. Yeah, mate. I tell you, I tell you that though. I could see, I could see first episode Pat Browity, and then you got pedestrian after me. Oh, toxic masculinity at it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially a guy like that looks like me. You know, I look like fucking Clint Eastwood's dick. Like I'm just like Dirty Harry. Just take the Tim, Dirty Harry. Just take the Tim Dillon move and come out as but except you do it different. You can just do what Demi Lovato did and come out non-binary and we'll, and we'll fix that. Yeah, exactly right. And then I still do Broity advice. Yeah, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Does, doesn't work. That doesn't yeah. work. So Bye. Hamish, Hamish, before we started, uh, me and Pap, like for some reason, we're talking about like remember chat roulette days. Oh yeah, of course. And like Omegle. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And like how it would always end in some man on the other side of the world masturbating over you and your friends. Yeah. Looking for girlfriends. <laughs> you know what? And it'd be like, so that's that's the, that what we're trying to get at is that's the first date idea. Bring it back <laughs> and, ju- and, ju- and jump on chat roulette and just see how you go. See what happens. I mean, you would, uh, that would that would be that wouldn't be the worst of ideas. And this is why because you would both be hysterically laughing. You know, if she had a good sense of humor, which which you know she does. So I mean, it would be you'd 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 have a bond. Jack, can that. I say this? Can I say this? And viewers at home, you're probably listening. And understanding what Jack and I are both thinking right now, it sounds like Hamish is a bit, he's a bit, he's a bit into this girl. I think he's into her. I think he's already into her. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Here we go again. <laughs> I think he's already into this girl. He you are into her? Smitten. I think he sounds smitten. 
Just marry her. Just first date, take her to a fucking registrar. Get that fucking <laughs> thing on a finger. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this silent on Hamish's mic? Well, I'm just waiting for my 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 turn to come back with my. <laughs> oh, and then it's like, and then I'm just it's waiting a, up a, in my head. Vision, right? It's a it's an audio medium, but I must say, everybody listening at home, this man has turned a beautiful shade of violet right now. He is. I'm always a perv, like a lovely shade of bright uh, violet. You know, my pink shirt really brings it out in my eyes as well. Um, uh, here's, here's, here's my defense, right? I'm thinking in my head, right? If I if I jump on the defense here and go, oh, I'm not into it. I'm not into it at all. And I make myself look more more guilty. And then it's like... Do I also, think- if she listens to it, she like, what a piece of shit. Yeah. And also you know, more guilty implies that you are guilty. Yeah, it's true. You know, and then and then if I come out and Bro, say, he's here again. Then I say, <laughs> and I just, just, and then if I just said, you know, yeah, whatever. Then then it's like, what do I do? What are my moves here? But then well, I don't want to. I don't want. That's for sure. Yeah, anyway, how, it's just not cricket, is it? I, you know, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what the weather is going to look like on Tuesday, boys. Uh, I'll say this jacket looks like the man's under the pump. Oh, no. Look, I think I think the first day. Why is it getting hot in here? I think I think at this time I would say this if I was bringing it back almost full circle to the Swans and the Tigers, right? Mm. And what I'm doing right now is coaching, right? So if I was coaching the Swans and Tigers who who lost today, famously, uh, I would say to you, look, we got to bring it back to basics. Yeah, you're well, I'm good, just, I'm you're just a good looking rooster. To this because like, you're a good looking rooster. You've got hair for days. Your eyes absolutely penetrate deep to the soul. And I would say, let's work on those two things. Let's focus on those two things. And uh, let's sit on a balcony with a view, beer in hand. Thank you very much. Can't have a beer. And make it, make it alcoholic as well. I can't oh, do it. Because if I put a beer in my hand, right? I'm you're getting, getting Jack's face on your bloody asshole, mate. See, this is the, this is the piece of the puzzle that's, even that's tricky. a hard thing. That's a not hard thing. Not drinking and dating. Not drinking, not drinking and dating. And dating. Oh. That's tough, man. That's tough. So yeah. I'm doing this. I'm doing this fucking like just cold stone. Sober. And it's torture. You know what? It's like these are the moments I miss drinking. Just kind of, of drinking for the little, you know. The confidence. For the, little, the little bit of confidence. And, and also the part of my brain where it blocks it out and just doesn't give a fuck. Pat, well, I'll give you a little backstory here. I'm, I also, when I met her, was before I was diagnosed with like ADHD. So mm. I was just a wild fucker, like just, just making terrible decisions, crashing cars. You know, my, my life was fucking just like one, one, you know, train wreck after another. So up and then I, when I started getting medicated for ADHD, and my whole world was like, in a good way. Yeah, in a, in a fucking amazing way. It's like, yeah. man, I can concentrate on things for more than two seconds now. People stop calling yeah. them naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so naughty. Oh, no, he's got ADHD. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give the boy a pill. Yeah, but when, when how old are you when you knew her? Like, like, 20, maybe? Yeah, it's fucking, you'll be all right. I think, look, I think, I think it's going to work out. <laughs> Like I was the kid in the have a drink that, of that Jack was, Daniels. Like, that just was, do that it. Was, you know that was flying paper planes, like getting kicked out of, and then coming into the lecture like forty minutes late and just slamming that door just to make a noise and just be like, <laughs> you know, the lecture would be like, oh, have we got have we got a late entry in there? To be like, yeah, I'm late. 
and just yell it across the whole thing. I just was, didn't give a fuck. You, you like the attention. I get all that kind of jazz. I will say this, she's obviously clearly attracted to the bad boy, but one thing that's more attractive than a bad boy is a, a bad boy uh, who, who's, who's come good. A uh, reformed, a reformed a re- bad, boy. bad boy. Yeah, that's Preach, hot. brother. Preach. That's hot. A reformed bad boy is hot shit because you still got the stubble on your cheeks that proves that you're a cowboy once once upon a time, but you've you've got, you know, you've got your fucking taxes in order. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you don't hit women anymore. Like, that was that was a one-time thing. I'll pause it. Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. He said it too confidently, and I G'd him up for that. As long as he had, if anyone's listening to this, I've never... He was looking for a bad boy angle, and I already covered the two good ones, and he went for the third. Yeah. You know, you know the, there's a difference between a bad boy and a criminal, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> he did also just publicly um, ad- ad- admit to crashing cars so I don't know how you stand in the court system either brother so. allegedly it's oh, well, a fun podcast we're all joking <laughs> yeah two dogs not gay well, I, I, I should clarify here I never just crashed. joking it's for jokes <laughs> I never never crashed my car intentionally but I, I had so many car accidents while, while I wasn't diagnosed for ADHD versus now and I haven't had a crash in like three years um, lads, I, I need to take a piss horrifically. So, all right, um, mate, you go. We'll, we'll carry on without yeah? you. Go, please. Can you do me a favor? Can you fill this glass up? Yeah, I can do. We'll Thank do. you. All right, just yeah, <laughs> so it's good. Pato, has he finally turned up anyway? Eh? Yeah, so this is like this is the hold music, Jack. Sorry, we can't take your call right now. One of the operators will be with you in a moment. I hope Pat Doherty washes his hands after he touches his willy. Because it could be smelly. We were only joking before when we said Tim Dillon wasn't actually gay. We believe him. I wasn't joking. Hamish, fucking shut up. You were joking. No, I wasn't. Yes, you was. You bloody was. Your bloody was. I wasn't joking. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If 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 they if if Tim Dillon's camp do come after us, mm. I'm going to put out a cover of me singing. I started a joke by the BGS. I started a joke, <laughs> <laughs> but the joke was on me. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Could you imagine that would be the best response to being cancelled ever? Oh, what if Barry Gibb came after you? What's the Woody? Big Woody. Barry wouldn't come out with me at, at me because he would he would look at me and be like, You are what I looked like 30 years ago. Yeah. A sexy motherfucker. Has like Pat got a kangaroo on his bed? What's that on his bed? He really is a man's man, Pat. Yeah. This week on Pat Brody, we'll sort out your wardrobe. We'll tell you what to wear. I'll give a bit of music for that. Yeah, all right. This week on Pat Brody, we discuss things going on in the world with the bros. The Harbor City comedian turned street prophet will help you with all your woes. Pat Doherty in the house. He took a piss and he's drinking more fluid, which won't be good for himself. Mate, you must you must stay hydrated. That's the thing. 
You must so we're leaving that in the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's staying. I yeah. want to talk about Bill Murray. All right. Yeah, we, we've done we've done enough of uh, your dating advice. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about Bill Murray. Right. Because it just the things came out this week that is apparently quite difficult to deal with on set. Oh, I read that. Yeah, I read that. Bill Murray's getting uh, the treatment. Yeah, what's, getting the specific, what, what, what's the specific thing? supposed tip? to be an arsehole, man. And like, was like fucking Lucy Liu, you know, when they were on Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Uh, great reboot. Um, apparently, he was a bit of a dick there as well. Apparently, I'm not saying it. Well, I, I, well, I mean, just, and you're just, you're sort of just saying what repeating. has been said. Yeah, I'm saying the rumors. The rumors. Um, and uh, rumor has it. Okay, so what, what I mean, like these these things are always so hard to look. Man, he's getting cancelled for to, being qualified for being an asshole. Like he's Bill, he, you know, he's Bill Murray, man. Like let's, and he's fucking old. Let's give Bill Murray a pass. Maybe he's just a grumpy old prick now. You know. But hang on a second, Lucy, like the, Charlie's Angels was a little while ago, two thousand three. Yeah, but it's like so a movie as fifteen years so ago. Like, yeah, but she fucking good knowledge. IMDb. Yeah. Um, Maths. I am the bro. Like literally, I, it was like she said it in an article, but that's like that's from a couple of years ago. But it's only just kind of came to light because of what. So apparently, he's being a dick to someone on set, and he closed down the production on the film. Oh, in the most recent film that he's in. That's yeah, because right. he's being that much of a dick. So he must have done. He must have done something fucking horrendous, allegedly. <sighs> yeah. So this this is the that's the tricky thing. Like, is it a criminal charge or is it an ethical issue? I think it's an ethical thing, isn't it? Well, if you think about it as well, like Bill Murray's always, you know, you see the tweets and it's like Bill Murray just randomly turns up to college parties. He mm. sits there and gives fatherly advice out to the people. Bill Murray is a great guy. Everybody should be more like Bill Murray. And it comes out, he's an asshole, man. What? Yeah, but like, who, who? Like, was the person on set? I think he was like a production Lucy assistant Liu. or something like that. Dude, I mean, have you met, have you met like PAs? Have you met people that do production? Have you met people that work on TV and movie sets? Some of them are gronks. My brother <laughs> does that. And I yeah. think you should take your word. And actually is a gronk, to be fair. <laughs> I'm fair. sorry. If I okay, so this is this is what I'm just imagining, right? And yeah. look, obviously, going to be just it's. I'm shooting it in the fucking dark, but here we go, <laughs> right? So I'm I'm working on set at this yeah. new thing. There's superstars all around me. I'm fucking pretty jazzed up. Yeah. And I see Bill Murray, who's a huge hero to me. Yeah. And I go over to him and I go, "Hey, Bill, I'm a fucking word vomit." Right. This is yeah. day one. Day one. And and then next and then I leave. He's probably been nice to me. Next day I leave. Day two I come up. I do the same fucking shit. Woo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Day three, same thing. And maybe God bless Bill Murray to this point because if somebody had done that for three days in a row to me, I would have already snapped. I'm saying I come up on day four and I do the same shit. Now and Bill Murray might turn around and go, "Hey, dickhead, you have done fucking nothing but be incoherent and annoying for the past four days. Fuck off." Yeah, that's yeah. warranted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But but that's that's me trying to give Bill Murray the the benefit <laughs> of yeah. 
Yeah, because like it's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Of like, so I told a story. It's like a quote. I think Bert Reynolds was like on a movie set and fucking like the little PA, the little runner, yeah, did something wrong, and he said, "Kid, don't make me have to learn your name." That's brilliant. Yeah, and I think like you know, do we do we just not allow dickheads in the world anymore? Some people are just having a shit day, aren't they? Can I just cut in here, Jack? Like we've talked about some of the cancel cultures this stuff before on, on this yeah. podcast. And in the last week, we we're talking about all the week before we we're talking about that English fella. And I would much rather I would I would take Bill Murray for being an ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't be like being an asshole is like a you know temperamental thing. Being an asshole is like it's a like, lovable, lovable trait. It's, lovable trait really. it's just, you know, so it's just one of those things like you be you can fix, right? But it's not criminal, you know. We would. What's that fella, the English fella that we we're talking about the other day? The one that did all the all the raping. Oh, the the um, uh, he was a, he did the the music TV show Jimmy Savile. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Savile, and then Tim Westwood's just been done as well. Yeah, Mate, so if it's a, if it's a criminal that thing, to be cancelled, you know, the ones okay. that are doing all the raping. But <laughs> you bloody rapers. But that's that's chalk and cheese. It's a completely different situation. You know, like those people I'm going like, look, mate, work it out in court, done and dusted, don't want to hear about it. I don't even think the media should be involved until the person is prosecuted. That's that's my that's my personal opinion. But then if if somebody's just being a gronk on on set, actors are gronks, directors are gronks, people that work on films and TVs are generally gronks. Uh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> hang on a second, hang on a second. Ah, shit, here we go I think, again. I think, I, I think people in production are actually legends, but but it's a high-stress environment where you can become a gronk very quickly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And, Part and then, film career, it just... Shh. No, but he's... He, yeah, he's stop before it started, mate. <laughs> I, I, I heard he was going to be the new Iron Man. <laughs> Look... <laughs> Look, you know, if if you're if you're having a whinge because someone's an ass an asshole or, or like a cranky prick, you know, you just need to drink a cup of concrete and get on with your life. Not try to cancel. I'll tell you a story, Pat. I was in movies and TV shows when I was a little kid, right? Like, you know, about about ten years old. One day, I saw the guy from Play School on the movie set I was in. We were at Sydney All Girls School. I thought, you know, to, I thought, oh, I'm. I, I like Play School. You know, I'll go up and say hello to him. And I thought, what can I say to him? And uh, I said he was wearing a watch and I was like, hey, what's the what's the time on the hickory dickory clock? And he looks at me straight in the eyes and he goes, fuck off, kid. You're kidding me. Yeah, I fucking was just broken. And I'm but do I go out to try to cancel his career? No, I don't. Let Bill Murray. Well, you've said it on this podcast about nine times, so yeah, I'm but, under the assumption but, that you are gunning for this I, man. I, there's been a few people on play school, so I'm not mentioning names. And uh and I, I just learned to grow up and not I'm not be- mentioning names. <laughs> yeah. We should we should narrow it down. We should cross people off. Yeah, I I'll tell you who it was. Big Ted. Fuck Big Ted. He's a, he, he's a, he's a notorious prick that bloke. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But then okay, so then let's take that let's take the other other avenue. Maybe we go maybe we go fuck Bill Murray. And that hurts me to say. Don't you say that. Exactly, but this is the thing. If I've given the other the other angle credence, it's only fair that I go the other way. So, okay. fuck Bill Murray. That bloke has had a career spanning decades 
and decades and decades and there's young actors out and about looking to get a bit of fucking work so fuck bill murray cancel that prick and let's get some new blood into the into the if he's a gronk get him off set mate get him off set that's the clip from the episode no context <laughs> that's the clip from the episode <laughs> get him off set mate. Pato, going fuck bill murray <laughs> we all know tricking down economics doesn't work bill murray doesn't give shit to the economy you know probably <laughs> young people in these position will be out there spending in their fucking flash and their cash left right and center yeah, give them back to the economy exactly exactly so bill murray you can eat one you can eat one. Yeah. Just, is that too red hot? That I, could I, be feel like red. Was, I feel like it was very red hot. I like your honesty. Well, you, you proposed honesty, if that was your opinion. You know, I, I, I really do like Ghostbusters too much. Like, I, I, I you know, I just, when, 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 when we take the opposite side and say, you know, you know, try to have that position, I just can't do it. I'm just too much of a Bill Murray fan. <laughs> Pat, have you ever met a celebrity who's been a dick? Have I ever met a celebrity that was a dick? Have I ever met a celebrity that was a dick? Um, not, not, nothing really comes to mind immediately, to be honest. But can, can I be candid with you? I'm not a dick myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. As, as much as I'm, I'm sure there, there'll be people out there that would say, yeah, Pat Doherty is a huge cunt. Especially Steve, whose misses you stole. Yeah, exactly. In the show. In that, in that hypothetical show. In that hypothetical show, yeah. I'll Joanne, I think her name was. Yeah. Or M, and- M, real name M. <laughs> so, so, but, so I've never gone up to, I saw Willie Mason, who's a famous NRL player, um, mm. a couple of weekends ago. And I was, you know, I was fucking four sheets of the wind. It was a Saturday night. We we're having a great time. And it was a long weekend, mate. So, you know, we, we, we're all, we're all there. And, uh, but I saw this bloke when the pub had closed and I went up to him and I was like, mate, big fan of your work, la, 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 et cetera, et cetera. If he then decided to be decided to right hook me in the face, I could positively say Willie Mason is a gronk, right? Yeah. But, but he reacted to a positive person in a positive way. And then uh, go, I wake up the next morning or, you know, two weeks later, however long it is now telling you how much of a good bloke that guy is. Yeah. Let me use an example. Um, Mike Tyson recently got in trouble for beating the Hamish. Shit. Hamish, do your impression. Do oh, your impression. I need a little help here just to get into it. But my, um, I really my, like my, a pigeon. Um, I'm the, I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. Heavyweight champion of the world, Mike Tyson. My name's Mike Tyson. I'm the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna knock him out in the first two rounds. <laughs> you sound like, you sound more like Joe Pesci parts when you do it. <laughs> Who's funny? Who's funny? I, I had a tiger. Mike Tyson. I love Mike. Mike. Mike I'm not doing it. My Mike Tyson. We found out sounds like Michael Jackson. Go on. I'm not doing it. All right. Well, my point there is That's, that. Come on, you put was... me on the spot, mate. Yours, your turn now. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. I make the rules. He, okay, my point being, right, is that Mike Tyson encountered a gronk and acted like a gronk <laughs> on that airplane. He, he, he beat the shit out of the cunt, but he deserved it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if, if you're thinking that Bill Murray was a gronk to you, what the fuck did you do to Bill Murray? You reckon Lucy Liu deserved it? Well, Jesus. I don't know what happened. No, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think I don't, it could have went I, a little bit. That's uh, a different story. I don't know what happened to Lucy Liu. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember. I read it the other day. I'll but be I'll honest, not, I was quite high when I read Ill. it. I'd rather you not speak ill of Lucy Lou, if that's yeah. okay. I was so in love. You know when we were talking about uh, last week, Hamish, like our top five celebrity crushes when we were 12? Lucy Lou was family on mine. And I forgot Eva Longoria. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Also, oh, can we God. add Cameron Diaz to that? Like, we've gone back to that early 2000s era. Oh, yeah, of course. He had the legs to die for. Still does. Now I'm sitting here as a 29 year old man, right? A bro, a Pat, a Pat Broody. But yeah. uh, <laughs> and I know you lads are, are slightly younger than me, but I, I the, the fantasies of those uh, early 2000s scarlets, Lucy Lou, Cameron Diaz, um, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Fuck it. I mean, they they just they. I, I know up. I know why they called it Charlie's Angels full throttle, Mike. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Christ Almighty. On oh, we went blind. Hamish loves that. That's a huge throwback to Dubbo. Uh, that, com- <laughs> that conversation has been had in multiple Dubbo pubs. Fucking full throttle, can't yeah, <laughs> But can you tell us the story of... Uh, so I seen on your Instagram this week about a, a gig proposition you had for the comedy store. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is the, this is the story that I, I wasn't going to mention before, but um the the other thing about being to, to preface it and i'm sure you lads have experienced this previously is that in the arts you you know be it music comedy art whatever um probably theater to an extent acting mm. etc uh there are certain gatekeepers who are who are nothing short but like out of touch yeah with what the public would like yeah <laughs> You know so what I mean? fucking true. Yeah, it's so it's true. It's so true. And like, yeah. God, you, you know, I, I really am putting my career on the line. It feels like it. I feel like I'm but, putting mine on the line right now as well. <laughs> but I'm saying this, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it, 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 like it's fine. Also mm. for me, I don't, I don't, I don't mind necessarily. Like I would rather be honest about this situation than, than have be continually talking about it in five years time or three years time. Yeah. So, um, the comedy store, the the institution that is the comedy store, is uh is the talent manager. He's he's a guy called uh, I can't remember his name. He seems like a lovely guy. He seems like a lovely guy. I've met him one time before, but um he's not his his job is to get talent at the comedy store. Are we following along? Yeah, yeah, and um and so I emailed him one time and I said, look, man, I I would love to come and perform at the comedy store, Lala. <laughs> La, la, la. This is a story basically of disrespect from people in the arts who aren't really part of the arts, I guess, if I was to b- put a title on this story. Yeah. Um, so I emailed the comedy store going, oh, man, I'd love to come and perform at the comedy store one time if, if that's possible. Yeah. You know, I'm friends with everyone at the comedy store, uh, including Dave, who, who runs the buys, one of the legends. I love him. And I love everyone at Century as well. They're all really sweet people. Message this guy and uh, and I get a message email back going, oh yeah, man, uh, look, really want to book you. Um, thanks for doing this gig impromptu the other day for us. Uh, I'm just looking for the perfect gig for you and then I'll hire you, <laughs> right? And I go, I go, you know what? I don't want to put too many fucking feet in the kitchen as it were. So that's fine. He's cooking up something. I'll stand back and I'll be served my bowl of gruel at one point. And <laughs> that's a bit aggressive, but you know, um, and so I get another email back uh, two months later and he goes, the Sydney Comedy Festival is coming up, right? 
I get an email back going, hey, Pat, just wondering if you want to um, do some spruiking for the comedy festival. Uh, we'll pay you hourly. And basically the job consists of you having a microphone in the middle of the street, yelling at people to come into the comedy festival. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest slap in the fucking, in the fucking face, man. And I, and I go, I go, the per- this is the perfect gig the that I've been perfect gig. The perfect gig. It's just fucking... what? And I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm a Luke Heggie, and I'm not saying I'm a Nick Cody that opens for T- Tim Dillon. Don't get me wrong, but I'm a bloke that goes out there and does comedy on, but like without anyone telling me to do it to try and get better at this, right? Mm. And this guy goes, "This is what you're worth." Bang! Yell at people on the street for twenty five dollars an hour. What the fuck? So anyway, who, who so... went and did it? Say again. Like what? 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 Poor cunt you know had to do that job that you turned out oh no i will be doing it <laughs> no i'm just kidding I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> my heart sank for you man. oh i'll do it for you I'll when you do... get an offer like that mate you can't refuse that's all yeah I'm yeah enjoy the comedy <laughs> festival you pick. know you will enjoy pop fucking doherty you suckers <laughs> How cheeky, how but, fucking out of touch and cheeky is that? I know. Like, so J- J- I had a fucking clown if you want to fucking, you know what I mean? Or hire anybody. That's just an admin job, you know? But but Jack brings it up after I did a, like a little post on Instagram, whatever. And I, I'll be honest with you, really high class comedians got in touch with me going, holy fuck, dude, I had the same experience. You know what I mean? Like, oh it's, my God. And I'm talking big names, like, like big comedians had the, said the same thing to me anyway. So I left it for the weekend. I was down in Tasmania last weekend with my, for my mate's 30th. And, uh, and I got that email and I was like, I need to put this out there. So I don't think about this for the rest of the 30th. I don't want it to ruin my weekend. Yeah. Anyway. So I get a, I get an email on the Tuesday, the Tuesday just passed. And he goes, uh, <laughs> this bloke, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I've met him one time before and I can only take people on face value. He was nice. My interactions via email was weird, but he's a nice guy. And, um, and, uh, and he goes, oh, it's a shame you can't do the job. You've been suggested as a top tier uh, host of comedy nights. I'm sure you would do this job well. <laughs> Fucking give me, give me five minutes in a microphone on that stage and I'll outdo whatever you've got on. Like you want you fucking you saying you, it's so ridiculously cheeky to be like I've heard, I've heard you're fucking great now can you do a job I mean don't get me wrong important job but you don't you don't come to the fucking you don't come to Pad Doherty all six foot six big sexy stand up comedy mammoth right and and offer that like. He, he must. I bet when he sent you that email, he thought, you know, it's good getting Pat involved. You'll be made up with this opportunity. Fuck off. Do you know how embarrassing that, dude? I'm a human being. Like I've been doing comedy for six years, you know, and I know that's not a long time in the scheme of things, but like I've I've done my yards. I should yeah. at least get a five minute fucking spot at the comedy store. Yeah. And, and and this guy goes, oh no, let's just get him begging on the street to come and see other people's shows. Yeah. I have friends in Enmore. I have friends in Newtown. People would be walking past going, oh, Pat, how's the comedy career going? I'm going, well, I'm here, mate. What do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, they're like, are you performing? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you're coming in. And you're like, yeah, yeah. In the minute. In the minute. 
Yeah, am I coming on my smoke? Oh, what if? Oh my god! Like the the balls on this individual. I know, dude. And you know what, man? God bless him. Like I said, it's probably a good bloke. But like when you, when you do like this kind of shit, even for six years. Yeah. I mean, what what is it now? Twenty. I started in. Yeah. So it would have been about six years with fucking two years of COVID, right? And I'm going. Um, this is not the first time that somebody asks me to do something or says they're going to have something for me to have it just be the opposite of what they say. Yeah. You know, yeah. so many times, and dude, as musicians, you would have under, understand this. Oh, yeah, I've got this gig for you. You're going to pay heaps of cash, um, uh, blah, 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 whatever. And then you maybe a couple of weeks at, before the event, they go, oh, we actually can't pay you that much, but like it's good exposure. Or, oh, like, fucking exposure. Any yeah. motherfucker out listening right now who's got a venue of any kind and you offer anybody exposure, I hope, I and I've said this before, I hope you go home and there is a man hanging out of the back of your wife. <laughs> Fucking exposure. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Kids, kids, I've got some dinner for you tonight. What are we having, Daddy? Exposure. No, they, exactly. he, he should he should go home, Jack. And uh, the way you sh- I wish you phrased it this way, he, he, sh- he should go back home and find his wife getting exposure on the bed. You know, yeah, fucking like it's. I, I don't understand. Like, there's Mate, a bar. There's a bar that's instantly busier because you're there, right? Yeah. Performing. There's fucking like I, I, sometimes I'm like. We're the only ones not getting paid out of this. It makes or no with sense. the entertainment. Like Dude, fucking. Think, if you want to think about it, like the statistics of this, the arts bring in something like $14.6 billion to the, to the, to the Australia as a nation annually. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the people that get paid. Imagine, imagine the artists that aren't getting paid. Fuck Dude, it's it's yeah. like, it's like quadruple that, you know, more. But all of a sudden, you you can pay the waiter, you can pay the you can pay the talent coordinator, you can pay the person that does the lights, you can pay the all the rest of it. Yeah. Take it out of the arts. Go into okay. Now I'm getting serious. This is, I'm actually getting serious. But how many times does that does somebody go? Oh man, um, can you do my taxes, Mister Accountant? I'm not going to pay you, but I'll tell a bunch of other people that you're a good accountant. It's got to be exposure for you. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? It's fucking. But in that in that in that circumstance that I just talked about with the comedy store guy. Which I think is so funny, and so and it's so funny that you brought it up, Jack, because so many people in the past couple of days have been wanting to talk to me about this. Yeah. Even even today at the AFL, I saw some people, just random people. They were like, "Made that Instagram story it was so funny, fucking blah blah blah." <laughs> and but they don't get it because they're, they're not artists. They're just like people that have seen me do comedy, or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, isn't that?" Mate, that's a you know that's a mug off, isn't that funny? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's a bit of a laugh." And I used it as content. It is funny, whatever. But mm. sincerely, I'm going. Fuck that, because it's it's like somebody else going. I'm using another um, uh, industry. It's like a hairdresser talking to a salon, going, "Can I get a can I get a can I get a chair to cut hair at your salon, please?" And the person at the salon two months later goes, "Look, I know you want to get a chair here to cut people's hair, but have you ever thought about painting walls? Because I've got a wall to paint. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in that." <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. Like, it's it's beyond a joke. Like, 
So I, I had two years off music, right? Like fucking pre-COVID. So essentially <laughs> four years off music. Nice. Um, and like I was out of the bubble of gigging and all that. And like I've probably I've played a lot of shows whilst I've been able to since we've been like able to gig again. And I I won't I won't name the venue, right? We played the show the other week. Massive show. Fucking packed, right? We're getting paid in beer, right? Which is yeah. great for me because I'm fucking off the ale, right? Fantastic. Fantastic. Anyway, right, play 45 minute set. Fucking unbelievable. Come off stage. We've got these fucking tokens, right? Walk up to the bar. Bar's chocker. It's okay. I'm dying. I just want a drink of water, right? Right. <laughs> I just want a drink of water. And say, the barmaid's like, the side of the bar, and say, hi, can I, can I just get a water, please? And she said, wait your turn. Are you kidding? I heard, what? Wait your turn. You think you get special treatment? And I was like, motherfucker, right? There's, there's hundreds of people in here, right? You're paying me in shit warm beer, right? Give me a fucking glass of water or put bottles of water backstage so I can drink a fucking water there. Like, what, Literally, dude. What game, Literally. Are we, what game are we playing? My missus was there, right? And my missus just sees an interaction between me and a barmaid. My missus thinks, oh, Jack's on the pull here. Yeah. You come over. What's going on here? I'm like... This bitch is, is denying me a water. It's insane. Like, she's she's getting paid. She's oh, getting dude. paid right now. I'm not getting fucking paid. And again, God bless her. She's probably getting minimum wage, but like, and yeah, she's but, under stress and all the rest of it. But yeah. the venue, where's dude, the is, community in that? Where's where's yeah. the? You know what I mean? Like, I know, fucking... dude. Are we are, can I just just flag this quickly? I hope we're not talking too inside baseball for the for the viewership. I'm sure there's a lot of people that do do music, do do comedy, do do fucking arts and can relate to this. Yeah, 100%. But I'm just saying, if you don't, dude, these are the circumstances that we have to work with. It. Yeah, 100%. It's fucking insane. No one else would ever go through this kind of shit. We should unionize. <laughs> dude, an arts union would not be a bad idea. And we just cracked the fucking... We just cracked the code. We just broke the internet. <laughs> There's your clip. It wouldn't... It, Hell would it be, no. RDO. That's what we're going to be saying at me next Would it be game. an arts union though or would it just be like a, uh, a, a, a government legislation that said you cannot have entertainment in your, in your facility unless it is compensated? Now, now here's, here's a bit of a yarn for you, right? Here's a bit of a yarn for you that my old man always tells me which I, I think might be true is, and again, I'm gonna have... <laughs> I think maybe, I mean, yeah. as other stories, I don't know how to believe this might be yeah. true. <laughs> Regardless, hopefully it's entertaining, if not mm. insightful, right? Yeah. Um, is that, so back in the day, and this is music, but I guess as a prelude to entertainment is um, that when you had a licensed venue, you also had to have um, uh, live entertainment present if you wanted to serve beers you had to have live entertainment right and so that's in that era in australia you had like the most amazing pub bands of all time you had cultures we had midnight oil you had powder finger you had fucking all these fucking killer bands that were legally they had to play if a venue wanted to serve alcohol they were essential to that business running 
legislation changed. So if you wanted to serve alcohol, you had to play music through a PA system. All of a sudden, all the bands fuck off. Music that people are there to see are now played through a DJ, right? The bar's still getting the same amount of money, but the musicians are getting nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? So maybe, yes, maybe we do need to legislate the fact that like, if you want to be a live entertainment place, or sorry, if you want to be a, a place that serves alcohol with entertainment, you have to pay the fucking artists. Is that so rogue? No. No, it's fucking fair, dude. And it's just, it's just like, and people think that you're making money too, which is the only place that I've ever got a really good paycheck for is I played the Annandale uh, like hotel when it was like a thing and they gave me like 800 bucks. That's sick. For like yeah. an hour and a half. Fucking, we, I, I played a, I played a tribute show the other week, Pats. I got Stones. It pretty much all the guys from the Grand Union, well, most of them, we played like a Stones gig, you know, Wenty Leagues. Mm. And that was a good payday, right? Uh, for tax reasons, it wasn't a payday. Um, but as opposed to, like, that's the annoying thing in music is like, imagine this in comedy, right? Imagine someone saying, right, Pat, we can't pay you for your jokes, right? But if you mm. get up and do Eddie Murphy's delirious set, we'll pay you $2,000. Exactly. It's, it's fucking, it's, it's ridiculous, right? It's I know, but, you, but as an artist, as a performer, you go, well, I've got no other choice. I've got rent to pay. Yeah, 100%. I've, I've got mouths to feed, you know what I mean? I've got, and like, the other thing that shits me, like, I approach a gig as a show i'm playing a show i'm not i'm not fucking joe blow on the street playing you know in a pub like fucking we go away we write songs we fucking practice the fuck out and we record them you come and watch a grand union gig it's a show you're watching fucking musicians who know the game and fucking you know what i mean gigged for a long time coming to play you want an air of fucking mystique, right? Of course. Me, me putting cowboy boots on in the fucking toilet does not add a layer of mystique. Yeah. Does it? No. You know <laughs> what I mean? Literally, dude. Like, get a fucking back room. Dude, like, Pat, can we offer you a gig? And it'll be and it'll be our gig, like like that that you know, in, it's it's not happening anytime soon. I'm um, like, oh, in- uh, it could be. I mean, it's not happening. We, we, we've got, we've got, we've got a meeting. We've got a big meeting coming up. But um, we want to start doing like live shows and stuff like that, like having just people jump on a panel and ticket it at the door, and just inviting like all bunch of musos and just just everybody who's who's around at the time to to the venues. And I mean, we can ticket it at the door, and then also we can ticket it digitally because we've got all the cameras and gear. We'll pay. That's what needs to change. I think. I think, I think, I think we all have to kind of collectively, and there will be a lot of musicians that listen to this through Western the Ground. They're like, "Thank you, thank you for listening." And then there'll be, you know, everyday people who are also sensational people and must have a screw loose to listen to this podcast. But like, we all need to kind of say, "Nah, like that's not right." Hold on, you know what I mean? But the problem is, and this happens with everything. <laughs> fucking scabs is there will be people who will be like well we'll play that gig you know what i mean well dude you know uh, jackie as a as a liverpudlian that understands a little bit of um okay i'm, I'm gonna try and bring a little bit of 
realistic humor back to this, right? Yeah. But as a Liverpoolian that understands the 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 the, the um, goings on of the under underground and the and and the underworld, yeah, you know, may have may have seen uh, bits and bobs here and there, is that when these gigs, right? So we're proposing a unionized gig system. It would have yeah. to get media support, big media it would, support. It, it would have to, right? But then you would like like we've said here, you would have these gigs that just went fuck it, we'll just do it anyway. Yeah. Mm. Right. So to those gigs, you would have to have heavies come through. <laughs> <laughs> the Sopranos stand up. Yeah, hey, like I hear you thinking about playing a concert tonight. Me and my friends don't think that's such a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> come on. We, we would have to we would have to have a whole bunch of like motherfuckers come through and go like Look, man, I don't know. You can't actually come and perform here unless you pay money to check, you know, and West Underground, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. Be- I don't want to become the mob. Well, unfortunately, this. unfortunately, progression happens in weird ways. Who who did uh, who, who did Al Pacino play in the Irishman? Uh, Hoffa. Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa. We're gonna unionize. We're gonna be out there with the cabs. Hoo-ah. We're gonna be there. Wow. They gotta pay me. That Jackie Kennedy son of a bitch is gonna pay me. Right, Pat, Pat. I don't want to become the mob. I don't. Right. I just want. I just want people to, you know. Okay, this is this and get changed in different places. This, this is how this has to has to work to 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 become a thing, right? Is is I I hear what you're saying. I agree. I don't think we need to become. <laughs> The, the cartel you know the traditional mob. you guys you guys are poo-pooing this idea too quickly but okay i'll listen to you i i, I, think, I just don't want us to be charged on a rico case no i think you'd have to you'd have to uh, everybody would have to befriend like let's start as an inner circle thing and then you would have to befriend some marketing and pr people to kind of push this idea forward and then set a date and set it set a big date and then get i'd have to get a bit of news press behind it some write-ups in the telegraph and then and also just a huge heavy heavy you know heavy social pushes on all the all the google stuff and get it really pushed out there and then and then have a bunch of bands come on and then the ones that go and do those gigs right it's 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 like the shittest thing to do like it's like you are the fucking scum of the earth if you go do those gigs while this while this is taking place it's like yeah we got to do a picket line yeah it's not a bad idea dude i guess i guess look some smarter minds are gonna have to help us out here but like no old- no we've got we've got this covered <laughs> <laughs> the listeners have just listened to that i went oh, these have got this maybe yeah, they, they go well, that that seems like it's done. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. That one's fixed. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, I tell you what would help us out in this circumstance, right? And again, a million I'm, dollars. <laughs> the, the the viewers of the listeners of this podcast are going. Half of them have hung up and then hung uh, or, or stopped listening. Half of them are going. I'm more interested in this podcast than ever before because yeah. they're passionate about the arts, right? So what we would have to do is work out a metric. How, how much musicians should get paid per gig? How much comedians should get paid per gig? Um, what, what's the variation between gigs? And, and, and is there a, a gig that is on that's for up and comers? Is that a pay set scale that's different to anything else? Et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. You would have to work out a metric. You would have to enforce that metric. And then you get the mob involved. You, you, 
You don't want the mob involved, but they're gonna be there, you know? Yeah. At the end, just to keep things floating, you know? Like how the mafia was supposedly involved in like Sinatra's career. Right. As if they weren't. Yeah. yeah. And we're 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 attempting that. I just think, you know what, like what's annoying is is you get bands who go I will just do it because there is a select number of bands that air quotation marks make it you know what I mean like it's it's I I feel like some people would just go oh no fuck it because now we'll get paid eventually and you know what I mean but like it's yeah but I don't know man it's I feel like I feel like the glitz and the glamour of like showbiz and then what you go through, like, well, you hear Jack when the big when the big protests and stuff happened about live music a couple of years ago, and like hundreds of no, like, thousand so, people or something came out over the couple of days and did the did the big protest in Sydney. Like, I think, I think if if you could rally up like that that type of support and get a bunch of like real industry people kind of kind of on on the side of this and kind of have this conversation with 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 heavy comedian guys heavy heavy music guys and just heavy whatever the fuck else goes on you know like cabaret people i suppose but just you know um just 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 get those guys on the top on your on your side and have those guys do their social media spills and then set the date like set the date. The date is crucial because once that date comes, it's like Christmas oh, Day. <laughs> it has to be has to be in the middle of the year or towards the end, like in the third quarter of the year. I think we should do it tomorrow morning. <laughs> the revolution starts now. But yeah. I think that's that that's how you do it, and have all those guys kind of come out on your side and go, yeah, well, you know that that's fair, and we're gonna we're gonna boycott venues and and stuff as well in support of this two-week thing or however long you want to run it for and then and then get a bunch of press behind it and really create a create a movement and have a bunch of people come in and i don't think you would actually have to have heavy heavies come in i think i think the people would be heavies at that point because you would have made such a such a wave of of you know influence coming out and being behind it with you that that the people are going to be like, oh, fuck these guys. These guys are fucking playing during the fucking, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm. People are going to take photos and just, you know, cancel that, you know, them anyway. It'd be so funny if it was actually like us that broke the picket. Yeah, it's just You've seen the opportunity. Like, oh, it work now. <laughs> seen the opportunity and we're just like, like fucking state theatre. Yeah. <laughs> no one else will play the place. The punters are like, we just want music back. Give us music. Like, you will get it. You know, it's it's uh, it's you know what real change only happens when people you know, when the community when we find common unity and we fix shit, and no one's gonna fix it for us. Well, the thing is, dude, like, you know, every, the majority of the world, unfortunately, figure think that like working their nine to five is the thing that is gonna get them through life. Financially, yeah, it's going to be the thing that helps them pay their bills and pay their rent. And that's true. And and again, we're, we're all in the same boat. But the thing that makes everyone feel like a little bit jazzed up is the entertainment that we provide. Yeah. Right? So they can walk away from a gig going, fuck, I feel so good. I listen to all this music. I listen to all this comedy. Right? But we walk away from those gigs going, dude, it cost me a hundred bucks to get here. Mm. And I got paid in tokens. 
What the yeah. fuck? Let's, let's give a group of people who were already a little bit unhinged with mental health issues, right? Let's give them 100%. that. We, yeah, we everyone, had... everyone, everyone goes, oh, he works in the arts, or she works in the arts, or they work in the arts. They're, they're a little unhinged. Mate, do your accounting job without getting paid a fucking dollar and see how fucking yeah. mentally stable yeah. you are. Yeah, and, and like, you know, fucking living for a pause, like fucking living on the crumbs, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's like, it's fucking hard, man. Uh, so, uh, I played a gig last night with a guy, Liam Whelan, fucking great guy. He's, he's been on the podcast before and he's like full-time musician now, plays gigs every single night, different pubs all around, goes and plays three-hour cover set and all that, right? He's fucking well into it. And I was, I, I was talking to him last night and I was like, I appreciate what you're doing. And I understand how fucking sharp you are and how in it you are. But that must be a daunting thing. And it's like, you're, you're the same with your comedy, aren't you? You know what I mean? You're, you're all in, balls into. Um, and it's like, to make that step and go full time, I think the pressure's different then anyway. Because you know, but why? But why should it be? That's no, the no, thing. no gig, no pay. But like, but the thing is, you're not getting enough anyway. You're not getting a travel allowance that you might get another job. You know what I mean? You're not getting fucking holidays. You're not getting anything. You okay. just okay. So here's another. Here's another concept. You know here's I mean? another idea. Here's if it doesn't idea. work out, here's yeah. another idea, right? To make it. Um, feasible as somebody that does art. And then maybe we should change subject or whatever because I feel like we're getting... I think we'll wrap up up after this anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Is um, Take us home, Pat. Yeah, okay. So you know how venues have like, this is the barista, this is the waiter, this is the chef. Yeah. They should just be like, they should maybe just hire an entertainment person. Yeah, this is our musician. This is the musician that you... When you come to our place, this is the musician that you see. Okay, that that's called a res, like residency. Like I mean, exactly. some places, dude. Like, but um, but how? But but what what are they paid? What are they paid? Comparative, exactly. What are they? Paid? No, but I mean, what what are they actually? The ones who do it now, like Frankie's, have got a house band. I'd like to know what Frankie's house band get. Well, that's they true. might get paid a bit because Dave flies out from Brisbane every week for and gets put in a hotel. Mm. Okay, look, I don't know if I'm coming up with. I, I don't know. Well. Right, guys, we're gonna go away. We're gonna fucking put our heads <laughs> together. Figures and come back. To we're you gonna now. we're gonna try and figure this out. If you how got, long have we been doing? What, what time? Uh, are we hours, at? hours, and hours, and hours. Too but long. I, it's too it's long. In conversation, you know what I hope is that you listeners out there, you you hear what we're trying to figure out here, and you also help us, and also kind of you get back to us with a plan. You think about it, and you tell us your thoughts as well, because it'd be, you know, you know, m- more minds, the better. That's true. And I'll wrap this thing up by saying that Tim Gil- Tim Dillon is not gay. Tim Dillon is not <laughs> gay. That's a fair. Oh, quickly, very quickly, Pat. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your exhibition, your art opening, man. We, have, we haven't touched on it at all. Mate, mate, it, it, it's, it's done and dusted. I will say to your listeners, um, do follow either Pat Doherty on Instagram or Pat Doherty Art. If you, want to, if you, if you like comedy, Pat Doherty. If you like art, Pat Doherty Art. But I do have another exhibition coming up in three months' time, end of July, at the M2 Gallery in Surrey Hills. I would adore seeing you there. 
it's good times. It's good times. It's, you see a little bit of art, free drinks, love that. And then uh, we're off to the races. After and a lot of fine people. Say, oh, it's gorgeous people, no? Including me. Pat Doherty, thank you very much, man. Love you, lads. All right, peace Big and kisses. love. See you next week.